First things first, are Kyrie Irving and oh, LeBron James going to play on the same basketball team again? We're going to ponder a potential reunion of reunions of epic proportions. KD's like, hey, if Kyrie's leaving, I'm out too. We'll discuss what Durant's future looks maybe. like and if that might actually happen. Maybe. And poof. <clears throat> that was Kevin Wilde's magic fandom vanishing as they passed on Chet last night. Happy Friday, everyone. First things first, Chet and Nick, Broussard and Wilde, you officially off the magic, Kevin Wilde. That was the threat of all threats this week. Jenna, let's just say. Tell me. Potential NBA teams that were under 500 last year looking for their frisky moniker. Let's just say old Kevin Wilds is single and ready to mingle. Oh, those DMs. So cheesy, it almost works. Oh, we got so much to get to this morning. That, the draft, and we got to start in Brooklyn with the Nets and the ongoing saga of Kyrie Irving. Now, he does have until Wednesday to decide whether or not he wants to opt in to that final year of his deal. And then we learned this yesterday from Woj. If Brooklyn cannot agree to a deal to keep him, Kyrie has a list of six teams he'd like to sign and trade with. Those six teams oh, are Lakers, Clippers, Knicks, Heat, Mavs, and Sixers. Nick, it is so Whoa. nice of Kyrie to make a wish list for Brooklyn. He's such yeah. a bench. What did you make of it? Well, I know what the audience expects me to do here. They expect me to, you know, pitch why it should be the Lakers. And while, you know, while just talking about being, you know, an NBA uh, fan single, you know, we've all heard stories of weddings bringing people together and old flames reuniting. Well, I'd be, you know, yeah. I, I should mention, uh, one of the people in that video we just saw, the Kyrie Ke uh, LeBron video lurking in the background, was Kevin Love. And I do believe Kevin Love is getting married this weekend in New York City. And I wonder who could be attending such a wedding and maybe be like, oh, remember when? And maybe things come back together. However, with that said, the Lakers don't have the picks or the players to make a trade. The only way for the Lakers to get Kyrie is if Kyrie wants to play for that six million bucks. So I would cross the Lakers off. The Clippers have the players, but they have no picks. And I don't know that the Nets are going to be super interested in Norman Powell and Marcus Morris or Reggie Jackson or Luke Kennard. The Sixers make very, very little sense to me because are you trading him for James Harden? Are you reuniting him with James Harden when that didn't go so well? The Mavs. I want him nowhere near my large adult Slovenian son, Luka Doncic. <laughs> Kyrie's a brilliant basketball player when he plays. I want guy, but Kai Luka needs to be doing his own thing on his own team. And while I think Luka's defensive limitations are a touch overrated, a Luka Kyrie backcourt is not exactly Walt Frazier, Earl Monroe, Brew, as far as locking down the opposing <laughs> team's wings and guards. So that leaves me with one team that sure does seem to make a lot of sense and can make it happen. And that team's Miami. Now, Miami, I do not believe Brew would trade Bam. I don't think they would. I don't think Miami would trade Bam for Kyrie, but I do think they would trade 
Kyle Lowry and Tyler Hero and maybe one of those, either Struess or Vincent, one of those guys, and say a big, what do we need? Someone we can give the ball to and score at the end of games. Kyrie can do that. Jimmy and Bam make, make it so you're never going to have a bad defense. Now the question is, do the Heat want to get in the Kyrie Irving business? Seems to go somewhat counter to Heat culture, unless they believe Heat culture is so pervasive it infects you like a good virus. So I didn't even mention the Knicks because the Knicks, I think, are there just as a threat. Like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go there in free agency because the Knicks aren't trading R.J. Barrett. And I don't think the Knicks are a viable trade option. I think the Heat are the only team on this list, Brew, that makes real sense for, as a, for a trade, where Brooklyn would do it as a trade. All right. Well, I disagree with some of your conclusions about the teams. Uh, and wish list is the appropriate name because half these teams don't even want Kyrie. All right. Real talk. He, he could narrow it down to like two teams. Real talk. I, I was texting with someone that works for one of the teams yesterday. You want Kyrie? No. It was the fastest return text I've ever gotten. All right. And then wow. what do you think of his wish list? Tom foolery and wishful thinking. That's what the that's what was the answer. So I don't think some of these teams want Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. They said Tom Foolery. All right, look. Well, Dallas. Dallas. Let's start with this list, Nick. Dallas. Yeah. I hear you. All right. uh, Here's the problem. You mentioned the defense and all that. I bet. I don't know. Kyrie hasn't told me this, but I bet he thinks he's better than Luca. That's a problem. One hundred percent. That's a problem. Oh, so 100%. I agree with you. You don't want him near. You don't want him near Luca. All right. Uh, the Knicks. You're mad because you think the Nets are disrespecting you. You're the Knicks' third choice at best. They wanted Jaden Ivey. Then they now they want Jalen Brunson. You might be next on the list if they can't get Brunson. So they're disrespecting you. Take them out. The Clippers. I don't think they want you. They didn't want you in 2017. They wanted you if they could get Kevin Durant, but they don't want. They didn't want Kyrie by himself. I doubt they want him now. And if they did want him, if I'm the Nets, my conversation starting with uh, Kawhi, Kawhi for Kyrie. Oh, okay, Paul George for Kyrie. So it was, well, that's no, not that's happening. not happening. Uh, the Heat. Uh. Kyrie and Pat Riley would be fist fighting within three weeks. They'd be fist fighting within three weeks. LeBron, they didn't change heat culture for LeBron James, who was delivering championships. And LeBron got tired of heat culture. I don't think that wasn't a part of why he left. They did soften it for Lowry, though. They 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 budged a little for Lowry. He didn't pass those one body part. tests. They, I, they I, one and, part. and again, if, part. if I'm the Nets, if I'm the Nets, I want Bam, maybe Bam and well, Tyler Hero. I need something that's going to keep KD there. All right, so would I do Bam and Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Lowry? Maybe, maybe. But I, I don't think that makes – I don't. I know Pat Riley loves the talent, but I don't know that he wants Kyrie. All right, and then here's the two, Nick. I'm going to go Philly. I agree. Do you reunite? Uh, do you trade Harden for Kyrie? I, I, I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd hate that if I'm Brooklyn. 
Um, what? The Nets want well, Harden I'd have to talk this. to Durant. I know. He quit <laughs> on him. I know. But but it, it's crazy. It's madness up in this piece. All right. So maybe. Let's talk to Kelly and see if they'll re- reunite. All right. But then, here. what about Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris? If Harden's open to a reunion, uh, maybe. I, again, I, let me see what KD thinks. And here's the Lakers. Now, Nick, you're right. There's no sign and trade there. But this is why the Lakers are emerging as a real threat. We know Kyrie would have to go there, Wilds, for the $6 million mid-level exception as a free agent. No sign and trade. It had oh, to be a boy. free agent, right? Next summer, after this season, the, the uh, Lakers only have Anthony Davis and THT on a player option under contract. Even if they, uh, LeBron signs on for a max deal. They will have the money, even though they won't have Kyrie's early bird rights, they'll have the cap room to just sign him to a big deal. And I'm sure that's a part of the discussions with Kyrie and let's just say the, the people that are trying to get him to the Lakers. So it's still a risk because maybe he gets hurt next season and they don't end up signing him. But that makes it a little more palatable to Kyrie to go there for just $6 million. So... I broke down his list. There it is. Okay, that that was good. The the machinations of each team are very interesting, and I like how you guys said what would work, what wouldn't work. I focused my wish list, uh, Kyrie's wish list, on where what I think he's motivated by, and I think I have two thirds of it figured out. With one third of it, and I'll throw it to you, Nick. Just I, I'm still totally confused. So I've got a reunion bucket. Right, So it's like he wants to go back to somewhere that's familiar. He's won with LeBron and the Lakers. That makes sense. He's won with Ty Lue. I think that's more about Ty Lue than it is Paul George and Kawhi. So that I'm putting into the reunion bucket. And I know you guys were talking about players and winning and fit for the Sixers and the Knicks. Man, I don't think it's about that at all. I think it's, you know what? If he could play for Seton Hall, if he still had eligibility, he's like, you know what? Putting Seton Hall on the list. Oh, I'm putting West, the Westchester Knicks on the, on the list. I, I think it's about staying here. He has been very open on how much he likes being back here. He likes being in the Northeast. I just think that he's, those teams are more about real estate than they are winning per se. The middle two teams, the Luka and the Heat culture, man, those are I, that's the one third I have no well, idea well, about. Winning, I 100% winning, agree with Brew that he, he thinks he's better than Luka. But Heat culture, you think okay. him and him and Haslam? We've seen the Heat, the Heat thrive <laughs> off fighting right. during the game with each no, other. I get it. Like you think Kyrie is going to be cool with that? I mean, granted, he might not be I get there, it, but if he you might remember, home, but man, I was just going to say he won't be there. <laughs> so I, the, <laughs> I understand that part of it, but those are really good teams. Those are great organizations. They have the ability to win right now. You have the added benefit that I know folks care about of the no state tax. I don't know if Kyrie's talking to his accountant about many of his decisions these days. But I, I understand why Dallas or Miami would be on most people's list. The one thing I would say, Brew, just and I know we got a break. We'll talk more about this later, is you... You, you've got on one hand, uh, texts or texts from execs calling it balderdash that they would want Kyrie Irving. But on the other hand, you've got, you're saying you would only trade him for Paul, Kawhi Leonard or Paul George or Bam plus something else. I think we've got to meet somewhere in the middle. 
which is, yes, teams would want him, some teams, but the Nets have to know they're not going to get a superstar back for him. They are going to have to take role players back for him. I don't think Paul George... That's if he'll walk, Nick. If he won't walk, then if that's an empty threat, then they don't have to do that. That's the thing. Is it an empty threat? We don't know. That Right? That's the deal. Fascinated by the whole story and far from over. That's the Kyrie side of this. But what about KD? Is it a domino effect here? Is he on his way out of Brooklyn as well? Woo! First thing first on Friday morning. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. All right, we talked uh, earlier about Kyrie having a wish list of trade destinations. Should a deal with the Nets not get done? But what about Kevin Durant? Is his time in Brooklyn coming to an end as well? Sean's breaking this news yesterday. Listen to this. Kevin Durant, he says, is monitoring the Brooklyn Nets situation and considering options with his future. What? Could the Nets really go from KD, Kyrie, and Harden just last season to none of them? When it rains, it pours in Brooklyn. I think. I don't know. I had to check the weather. It might just be rain. Nick, you buying that KD could force his way out before next season? Oh, well, I think it's unlikely, but I do think there is one particular path. But before, I, I, I'm going to throw such a curveball at this that I want Brew to go ahead. Brew, you go ahead because what I say is going to be so okay. mind-blowing that it's going to just ruin whatever take wow. you had. So you go first and then I'll, <laughs> then I'll go. I'm, I'm, I'm curious, but yet a bit insulted. But, but nevertheless, here it is. Okay. All right. I, first of all, I got to throw this out. I do think the odds are that Kyrie remains in Brooklyn. So I got to put that out there. And obviously, if he's there, KD will be there. But let's assume he's not. I don't think it's automatic that Kevin Durant will force his way out, okay, or ask out, request the trade. I think it's possible, but I think he'll give him a shot. Because, again, we just talked about signing trades. If they get a favorable signing trade, and I threw out a few names. Would, is it realistic? I don't know. But if they got, say, Bam and Kyle Lowry or Bam and Tyler Hero from Miami for Kyrie, then, yeah, I think Kevin Durant stays. If they do a deal with Philadelphia and got Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey, you still got Ben Simmons. I think that's enough for Durant to at least stay for a year, at least. 
And remember, Durant doesn't have the threat to, like, he's only got, he's got four years left on his deal. So any team that wants to trade for him will not be worried about him leaving after a year and then having given up a lot of stuff to get him, and he's gone after a season. So Durant can't just handpick where he wants to go. The Nets would have a lot of say and could send him wherever the best deal is for them. So Durant has to be careful about just requesting a trade immediately. So I think, Nick, likely he would give them one year, especially if they got something back in return for Kyrie. And then after that, if it doesn't work out, he's looking to move on. I also think that's the most likely outcome. But, I, you know, I learned two very important things from yesterday's show, or two things from yesterday's show that made me think. The first one was, and Wilds, I'm sure you noticed this, Brew hates Chicago. He threw Chicago out there yeah, with, like, him. the worst cities in the NBA. No, he was like, they could send you to no. Detroit, Orlando, Chicago. And I'm like, God, dog, man, this, that might be the third best city in America. Uh, the other thing that made me think was you I guys like talking about a Kevin Durant backlash. And like that, he t- dealt with backlash for leaving Oklahoma City. Now he's dealing with some retroactive backlash for dealing the wa- leaving the Warriors. Would he deal with backlash for leaving Brooklyn? So it got me thinking. And I want to describe someone's career, and you tell me who I'm describing. Made the finals at 22 years old as arguably the best player in the league already. Won an MVP a couple years later. Then in a shocking move, left the team that drafted him for a championship culture and won a couple titles and a couple finals MVPs, but a lot of people feel like, eh, maybe should have won more. Then in a sh- in a somewhat shocking move, left again and set up shop on the coast for his business and basketball empire. I just described Kevin Durant and LeBron James. So why have these moves been dealt with so differently? Because Durant skipped a key step, the key step, the homecoming. And if Kevin Durant were to say, I want to leave and I want to go to Oklahoma City. Hey, you know how LeBron had a young Kyrie Irving? There's Shea Gilgis Alexander. You know how LeBron had a young Andrew Wiggins that was flipped for a veteran? Hey, is that Chet Holmgren right there? And while LeBron was able to sign outright with the Cavs, Durant would have to be traded. Luckily, Sam Prestes got roughly um, 17 future first-round picks. And, by the way, good young players. In, in Jet, uh, Josh Giddy's good. Uh, people like Poku. Trey Mann's good. It would be a trade that actually could make sense for Brooklyn. And if you're Durant, the only place you could go where there would be zero backlash, he's like, you know what? Let me go try to make things right in OKC. And, by the way... I think that I mean, team could be really good. So good. I think KD yeah, plus Shea, and then you either keep Chet or you flip Chet, who is an amazing asset for a ready-made star like they or semi-star like you did, uh, like they did Wiggins for Love. I understand Kevin people will be like, "Oh, you're just copying LeBron." Well, who greater to copy than the greatest basketball player and He's basketball businessman ever? Yeah. Seems like it makes sense. <laughs> That's so, Wilds. OKC is not an insane idea. It's not an insane idea. Okay, it's not only it's it's not an insane idea. It's one of the favorite takes 
you've ever had on this show. I'm going to mail you an edible arrangement. I like that take so much. Here's the oh, other. Here's the other reason I like it. Sam Presti. Remember he had a uh, press conference, or it was like a little viral video. Now, it may have been the most boring viral video of all time, so maybe it didn't reach viral video status. <laughs> but he's like, this is a place you can come back to, whether you played here for years or you played here for, uh, you know, on a two-way contract or a 10-day contract. We want to be a home and a place where people are. And it's true. Like, I think Russ just kept his charity there and, um, and just had a ceremony there. So Russ still has ties there, too. It seems like a very welcoming place. The franchise wants to keep in touch with the people. They're, they're great players. So I love the idea. Then the question is, what is the viability of it and chances of it? I'm, I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it three percent. Brew, are you going over? I love it, but I'm putting well, it at three percent. Go ahead, Brew. I, I think that's a fair number. Uh, look, I, I, I'll admit, Nick, it sounds nice. It sounds romantic. You know, it, it's really nice. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think KD would want to go back to OKC. Remember, LeBron was a true homecoming. Not just the team that drafted you, your hometown Of course, team. it's his hometown. That's the yeah. difference. And that's a huge difference. So, And then also, see, I also disagree that Durant will get backlash if he goes anywhere else. I don't think he will. Now, if he goes back to the Warriors or if he went to uh, the Lakers or, you know, Milwaukee. a team that is would be so sure. stacked. Yeah, Milwaukee, then it would look bad and he would get ripped. But if he just goes to a good team with a chance, but- how about Phoenix? How about Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton for Kevin Durant? So you got Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, and Mikael Bridges and, and a few other guys. You think Can't he get it. ripped wilds? It's just yeah. Chris Paul we're just at, the at what, 36 years old? I'm telling you, can't do it. No, I, it, I don't you think he'd get ripped. Can't go to the Celtics. Can't Nick, go to the Sixers. Think, I don't think he'd get ripped. Can't go to the Heat. No. I, but, but by the way, I don't think Phoenix is trading. I don't think Phoenix is trading Devin Booker for Kevin Durant. By the way, I'm not, I'm not saying they would, because Bruce said, I don't know if you heard him, Wilds. Bruce said they're trading Booker and Aiton for Durant because Durant's going to, Durant's going to be 34 years old. Oh. And Devin Booker is, was just first team all NBA. I agree with you, Bruce. He wouldn't get ripped if the they are trading two of their three okay. best players for him. But by the way, if I'm Durant, I'd rather, I'd rather be with, if you're trading Booker and Aiton, I'd rather be with SGA, young guys and whatever they get for Chet. Then 36-year-old Chris Paul, I don't think that's the recipe. So I just, I don't know. Love it. OKC, it is romantic. It's not a bad idea, Nick, but yeah. I I love it. It's a great idea. Just call it a great idea. Can one of my ideas be a great idea, bro? As opposed to not a bad idea. Well, give me one and and then (laughs) give me one and I'll see. We got to get back to Kyrie. <laughs> Which team needs some more, Lakers or Clippers? Two of the six he's requested. We'll talk about it next. First things first. All right, time to run the fast break. Here we go. Kyrie reportedly has a list of six teams he'd like to be traded to if he can't get a deal done to stay in Brooklyn. Two of the six teams play basketball in Los Angeles, Lakers and Clippers. Nick, which of those two teams needs Kyrie more? Obviously, the Lakers need him more. I think everyone agrees with that. But I do think the Clippers warrant some discussion in this regard. Very odd. I guess it wasn't odd, but it was surprising to me. Comment from, I think it was Lawrence Frank last night when they were talking about the draft. He was asked about Kawhi Leonard. Said Kawhi still isn't playing five on five. 
the, the Kawhi Leonard questions about availability and about rehab and about injury, I feel like have been the dominant storyline with Kawhi ever since Zaza slid under his foot. And that was four seasons ago. So that, to me, for the Clippers, they have no future picks. They, you know, everyone talks about the picks the Lakers gave up. Lakers have first round picks in six of the next seven drafts. The Clippers, their pick cupboard is barren from the Paul George trade. And so I do understand why they would want to consider adding another scoring option. And if the Nets wanted wing depth, the Clippers can trade them that. But they can't trade them clip picks. But obviously, Brew, the late Kyrie solves so many of the Lakers' issues. The Lakers need him. I think the Clippers would really like to have him, which is the distinction. I, I don't think the Clippers would like to have him. Why would why? They don't need Kyrie Irving. They got a great... Now, maybe Ty Lue. Maybe Ty Lue would be a driving force to get him in. Obviously, they won a championship together. But you... Unless you think Kawhi is not going to play... And then if, you, if, you're the, if you're the Clippers and you're that concerned about Kawhi, how about offering Kawhi? Because I'm sure Brooklyn okay, would take that. It, and I'm sure that would keep KB there. Okay, I'm just saying, you threw out this, you, you, you put it out in the ether that maybe, yo, when's Kawhi going to play against? I I'm didn't just put saying, anything out in the ether. Far, Lawrence Frank said it. Yeah, Lawrence Frank said he's not yeah, playing 5 on 5. I find that concerning. It, well, 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 Lawrence said it in a way of, hey, he's coming along great. You know, he'll be ready for, not 5 on 5 yet, but uh, soon. I don't he, know I mean, that he, he said it jokingly, so optimistic. He seemed optimistic. What are you but we'll see. He but, did? Okay, okay. If they're not giving up Kawhi, if they're not giving up Kawhi, then I don't think if they can keep Kawhi and Paul George as their cornerstones, I don't see them wanting to add Kyrie because their culture is great. Right. Remember the first year Kawhi was there, there was a problem. You know, people thought he was being a prima donna. Now you want to kind of mess it up again. You got your role players know who they are. They understand it's about Kawhi and Paul, and we fit in around them. You got two great two-way players on the wings. I don't think they need Kyrie. The Lakers, as you said, obviously need him. And again, I'm going to throw this out because this is what makes this viable. None of us think, as much as Kyrie may not be about money, Wilds, none of us really think he's going to leave $30 million on the table to go play for $6 million for the Lakers. But with the thought that, okay, after one season, heck, we might win the title with AD and LeBron, I'll, the Lakers will have the cap room to really give me the big money the following year. So that makes the Lakers a legit threat in my view. Um, so it, it adds a little spice to this story. A little spice, but not the best uh, financial advice. Don't worry. We'll pay you next year. Right. Uh, I'm not sure that's how the CBA works. Okay. Uh, I think the more interesting question to twist in, I know it's a fast break, Nick, so I don't want to – I'm going to get your response, and then we got to sure. move on. We've seen Kyrie leave the Cavs. We saw him leave the Celtics. Now we're going to see him leave the Nets. We're going to see him leave Nike. So it's a little bit of like, who can Kyrie – work with the best who can get the most out of Kyrie who's Kyrie really going to gel with because the Kevin Durant experiment obviously didn't work and then this is a question can also be who do you think works well with Kyrie LeBron or Ty Lue 
I actually think it's going to be Ty Lue. Now, and I think they're both great leaders, but I think it, Kyrie and Ty Lue is more interesting than LeBron and Kyrie. What do you think? Well, I think that, listen, I, I understand what you're saying, but the added question is how would Kyrie and uh, Kawhi Leonard work together, which I think is Bruce's concern. I'm not worried about the... Yeah, I understand that's Tyloo's job to figure out, but something, you know, some enigmas are unfigurable. And I think, you know, Kawhi's not the most verbal guy. Maybe it's a good fit. Because Kawhi don't want to talk to anybody, and Kyrie wants to talk about everything up to and including why do we have to pay to live on this yeah. planet. So, me like, I don't know. Maybe totally yeah, maybe one guy, yeah, me in the middle. Totally I'm not certain. I do think <laughs> the Clippers hey. would be dynamic. And as, as much as I like the Clippers roster, I put them near the top of my tiers. They do need... I, I, some they have a ton of wings and not enough good guards. So I do think fit-wise, it's helpful. I do think Kyrie would be helpful in that regard from a fit perspective. But I, but I, I don't think they have the assets to make it happen unless the Nets really want Marcus Morris. As for LeBron, though, I don't think LeBron this time around will have as much patience with Kyrie like Kevin Durant did. Um, all right, another team on Kyrie's list: the Miami Heat. So. Mark Stein reported Miami has some level of interest in Kyrie. Heat were also on Kyrie's list of four teams back in 2017, remember, when he was looking for a new home. Then, when he left LeBron, Brew, would Miami be serious title contenders with Kyrie? Well, look, to me, and Nick and I differ on this, unless you're buying into, and maybe it's true, maybe it's not, the Lakers pipe dream of Kyrie going there for $6 million with the promise of bigger money in the future, even though you're injury prone, so be careful. Unless you believe that might happen, then if I'm the Nets, I'm not just sending Kyrie somewhere for, for picks and, I mean, I got Kevin Durant. I'm trying to build a team that can keep Durant and still compete for the Eastern Conference title. And so I'm not sending him to Miami for Max Struess, all right? I, I need Bam out of Bayou, Tyler Hero. Well, you're not getting him. I don't really want Kyle Lowry, but, well, then you're not getting Kyrie. I mean, you're not getting Kyrie for for, for your the later guys on your bench and a bunch of picks. I'm sorry. So if, I, what I, if I'm the Nets, what I'm going to require to get from Miami, in fact, my first name is Gimme Jimmy Butler. And you know what? Okay. Jimmy oh. and Ben weren't great in Philly. So I'll, how about this, Nick? I wrote this. How about this? Jimmy Butler and Bam out of Bayou for Kyrie and ben, ben Simmons. How about that? Wait, what? That, that's where we start talking. Why would Miami do that? Because I love <laughs> Jimmy Butler and Kevin Durant together. You act like I, gotta <laughs> get, I got to give Kyrie what he wants. Then you don't get Kyrie. Okay. Right, well then See, I, guess I would be a hardcore yeah, negotiator. I would be a culture. And I mean, no one would play. do business with you. You keep running an AAU team. Hold on a second. Can I tell you something about Brew's hardcore negotiation? <laughs> the, the Nets followed Brew's negotiation strategy to a T about Kyrie. I would tell him to opt in, yeah. and I would tell him if I don't opt in, I'm yeah. offering you one, maybe two years. 
And how has that worked out? Their entire team is falling apart. <laughs> Kyrie is Hold demanding the line, out. Bro. We're it's talking about where Kevin Durant so. wants to go. And Bruce like, I'm going to It is insane. <laughs> Brew is like, I oh, I won't, I won't negotiate I with terrorists. And there are done. bombs going off I still got all my over the country. Hood. That's what okay, it's about. Gr- great. You got your manhood. Yeah, you and Al Pacino. You got your word <laughs> and something else, and that's it, though. Unfortunately, Brew. Listen, uh, man, if you are, if, uh, if you are, if I look at this question as, would the Heat, I, what the question is, would the Heat be serious title contenders with Kyrie? My answer is yes. Now, obviously, the answer is no if they have to trade, you know, Dwayne Wade's retired jersey, Jimmy Butler, the naming yeah. rights to the arena, and half of Biscayne Bay. Then, no, they're not title contenders. But if I do think as about as good as the Nets are going to do, would be Kyle Lowry, who you hope has a year left of high-level basketball, Tyler Hero, who sure. just won sixth man of the year, and a draft pick, and maybe one of the other guys, Struess or Vincent. You are not getting Bam. The Heat are not trading Bam for Kyrie. So in my, it, Wilds, my answer is yes, because I think Jimmy, Kyrie, Bam is a title contender. I do think Do you Cruz okay. negotiation strategy so is G- bizarre. Jimmy... Lit Minnesota on fire because they weren't intense enough. Jimmy Uh saw that Ben wasn't intense enough, wasn't committed enough. So so the Sixers made the wrong call, but Jimmy was out of there. Now Jimmy found a home where where the, 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 the the flames of intensity burn hot in Miami with the heat. I could not think of someone more polar opposite to heat culture of of you know showing up working hard like being really focused and into it and showing up every day than Kyrie you think Jimmy and Kyrie are going to work hand in hand I just feel like it's the exact opposite guys listen it's Friday we've had a great week and we got an hour 15 left in the show I'm going to get really irritated if you guys keep acting like I'm the one reporting the team's interest I'm not the one that's saying Miami might be interested. Take it up with Mark Stein. Take it up with whoever in Miami might be interested. You guys are arguing against the team's interest. I'm simply saying, okay, I believe Stein is telling the truth that Miami might be interested. Do you think whoever's interested in Miami hasn't met Jimmy Butler yet? They're like, oh, damn, forgot Jimmy's on the team. They know Jimmy's on the team. They're still interested. I'm simply saying I think it could work. This is not my reports. Meanwhile, okay. Brew is offering here. a ham but sandwich. But we got the king of South Beach, Antoine Walker, joining us next. We'll ask him. Uh, we got to talk some NBA draft from last night. Will the Orlando Magic regret passing on Chet Holmgren? If for no other reason than they lost the K-Man. Back after this. First things first, so the USFL playoffs are here. Saturday, we got the North Division Final on Fox between the New Jersey Generals and the Philadelphia Stars. We got Stallions Breakers at 8 in the South Final on NBC. Winners will meet July 3rd in the inaugural USFL title game on Fox. All right, that's a look ahead. Let's take a look back at the best from Week 10. Wilds, the best determination. What do you got? Stallions Bandits, quarterback Alex Magoo with the leap and the plow for the 17-yard touchdown run. Mm. Also threw a touchdown in this one. More on this game right now. So versatile. Nick, the best concentration? 
Sticking with the Stallions and the Bandits, Tampa Bay's Derek Dillon showing off the focus. Hauls in this pass for a 75-yard touchdown. Longest reception the entire USFL season, but not enough. Stallions hold on for the win. What about the best celebration, Chris Broussard? All right, my New Jersey Generals taking on the Philadelphia Stars. Generals receiver Alonzo Moore makes a terrific catch. But an even greater celebration. Look at this, leading his teammates in a little row, row, row your boat. My Generals finish 9-1, number one seed in the North. I'm feeling a title, another ring. All right, good stuff, guys. Uh, we got NBA champ Antoine Walker with us now. Tuan, good morning. We're talking last night's NBA draft. So there was much speculation over where Orlando would go with that first overall pick. Turns out they went with Duke star Paolo Banquero. This after Kevin Wilds threatened to leave the Magic fan club, of which he was the only member should they not select his guy Chet Holmgren, who, by the way, went number two to the Thunder. Kevin Wilds, here we go, buddy. Yeah. Are you officially done with Orlando now? Well, I just want to first say that I'm fine. A lot of people are texting me. A lot of people are calling me. I heard you guys are on the outs. Last night, the Orlando Magic and I went to one of our favorite restaurants, sat down, and just realized we wanted different things. They wanted to keep their orange jerseys and draft the best player in the draft. I wanted to go back to the pinstripe jerseys and draft the moonshot guy who cooked up the finals MVP when he was 15 years old. He's got a seven foot six wingspan, weighs 195 pounds, is going to average 22, seven and three blocks next year, and also declared himself not the best player in the draft, but probably wow. the best player in the NBA in two months. He said it two months. Prior. But here's the 22. thing. I'm okay with it. I am now single. I'm ready to mingle if there's a team out there that's interested in wearing the frisky belt. Now, I'm not saying, Broussard, it was all peaches and cream at the dinner I had with the Magic. We did get a little bit contentious. They're like, by the way, since the relationship is over, why? I, I got to hold your phone. Why do you keep on liking all of these Zion workout videos? I'm like, what? I'm not allowed to have friends? <laughs> Having friends is against the law now? <laughs> okay. All right, sure. Maybe this wasn't the right fit. You'd be mad at me for having friends. Okay. All right. So uh, I am off um, the magic. Well, I wish them luck. I hope Paolo <laughs> wins a championship, makes $200 million, and does great. But now the frisky title is open. And I'm looking at Zion, oh, I'm like looking that. at the Thunder, I'm looking around. Oh, Wilds is back, Mr. Like Saturday it. Night. Let's go. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> well, 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 all right. Well, first of all, Wilds, let's keep it honest. I know you're not rooting against the kid, but you don't want no, Kylo the ball like that. You, you never want yeah, the ex to end up with, you know, the CEO from the Fortune 500 <laughs> company or something like that. So let's keep it real. All right. You hope he's average. You hope he's Aaron Gordon. No, I, I hope he's Aaron very Gordon's good. okay. But a little better than average. All right. But slam dunk you're looking for the team. If Chet's your guy, Wilds, if Chet is your guy, then the team is obvious. Okay, see? And, and I actually Ooh. think... If you like Chet, I think he's in a better position 
in Oklahoma City. He will be able to develop in relative anonymity. I mean, obviously, we're going to pay attention to him. He's the second pick of the draft. Oh, no developing. But nobody's going to be expecting a ton. If he went to Orlando, you better believe that people will be expecting him to play well right away and play very well right away. I think in Oklahoma City, he'll have cha- a chance to develop. Obviously, they know how to develop young players. I don't know that he has the talent of any of the you know their former MVPs. But they know how to develop the young guys and get the most out of him. So I Mm. think they can do that with Chet. So that should be your team. The Oklahoma City Thunder should be your team. But I want to throw this to Twine because Wilds threw out, I think, I hope and think he was joking. (laughs) 22, 7, and 3 blocks, Twine. Now, let's erase those numbers. But do you think that Chet Holmgren is a star in the making, and I know potentially yes, but do you think he'll get it done and become this star that a lot of people think he can be? Well, let me start with saying I don't think nobody in this draft is going to be franchise-changing players. I think they're nice pieces mm-hmm. um, to the team, especially when you think about the top 10 guys that got drafted. They just, just draft really gets, to me, kind of average. Um, when you look at all the movement and trades and picks and moving around, I don't think the NBA team start this draft was you had a, a lot of super talent in it and those these pieces were going to change a franchise but I think it's all about fit and I think if you look at the top three picks they all went to situations that they fit in right away um, Pablo's going to be great at because he can score the basketball I talked about this before before the draft they needed a guy that could score I, I thought Jabari Smith was more NBA ready to score but I'm not mad at the pick because he fits into a team that already has drafted a, a ton of young guys. They've already got a pretty good core that's in place already, and he could come in now and fit in and add to that. Um, and I look at Chad. He's going to get an opportunity to play. I think those numbers are a little high for him, but I do think Wiles, he's going to get an opportunity to play a ton of minutes. He'll be able to be get a chance to, to play through his mistakes, which is huge, and he's playing with two good point guards, and one guy who's a potential all-star point guard. So he's, he's in a good situation where he's not going to have a lot of pressure on him in the beginning. And then Jabari Smith playing with Jalen Green, they're going to be one. They're putting together That's one of the more awesome. exciting teams in the, in the, in the Western yep. Conference. So I'm not mad about none of right. these picks. None of these guys were going to be franchise changer players right now. This, is the, this wasn't that draft. This wasn't the Zion Williams coming out. This wasn't LeBron James right. and Kobe Bryant. This, this wasn't no, that type next of draft. Year. But, no, no, no. Um, that's next year like, with Victor Winbanyama. Yeah. No, no, no. Ooh. Next year's the. Uh, oh, Antoine, <laughs> I've got some grainy footage to send you. Googling. And let me tell Googling. you, my friend, you guys <laughs> laughed when good. I was telling you about this young kid in Slovenia six years ago when you guys were like, Nick, you're just high on him because he's your son. And I'm like, no, I'm high on him because he's going to be one of the greatest players ever. Victor Winbanyama, he was not in this draft. He is the franchise changer next year. However, <laughs> Wilds, the Magic did you a favor. And they did you a favor for a number of reasons. Why? Not the least of which, uh, they might not be the best run franchise. This Their draft process is a lot. <clears throat> and everyone was like, oh, it was subterfuge. The reason no one had them picking Paulo. Well, I understand subterfuge to a degree. But when you have the number one pick, no one can jump ahead of you. 
You don't have to worry about that. It's like, oh, well, they wanted to see yeah, if maybe right. they could trade the pick, get an extra asset, and then still draft their guy. Okay, that was really smart. Uh, we saw Jenna's guy, Danny Ainge, do that. Wanted Tatum at one, was able to get him at three. Brilliant, man. But he didn't then, he didn't not <laughs> interview or meet with the guy. Paulo didn't do a workout for Orlando, didn't interview with Orlando. They didn't make a trade, and they just drafted him. So I think Orlando, maybe it's possible, doesn't totally know what they're doing. And by the way, I like Paulo a ton. I agree with Antoine about the Rockets, yeah. by the way. And I, I I don't know if Chet will ever average 22 a game in his entire career, much less his rookie year. That okay. number's way too hot. I, I The defense could be the, the rebounding, uh, the the shot blocking. I don't know if he's going to be a mid-20s point-per-game guy. I'm going to – Wilds, I think you're on the right track with New Orleans. New Orleans – they were below 500, but they also were in the playoffs, and a lot of people are going to be high on New Orleans. So it, it, it doesn't totally fit the frisky moniker, frisky. but I like the idea of you okay. liking a relevant team. Houston. But let me give you one other option. <laughs> a team that I think killed the draft last night, and a team that I think could have a dynamic backcourt, and a team that nobody in the national media represents. What about the Motor City? What about the Detroit Pistons? who had Jaden Ivey fall right into their lap thanks to the fact that the Sacramento Kings are, well, the Sacramento Kings. You got Cade Cunningham. I like what they're doing there. You have a bunch of cap space. Maybe they'll get DeAndre Ayton. I don't know. But so New Orleans is the safe, frisky pick, but Detroit's an interesting, frisky pick. Just at least include them in your speed dating you're about to do. For picking your next NBA, you know what? <laughs> let's go get a cappuccino. Let's, have, you know, one drink. Let's yeah. just see where it goes. I, I, I'm interested. <laughs> Jalen, Jalen Rose is the Detroit Decaf. guy, though. So I'd have to just kind of see that's buddy. his corner. Houston, I, I'm, I'm Houston. Houston, 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 Houston's cute. One cappuccino. Houston's cute. We uh, we got to get back to our top story, guys. Nick too. loves lists. You know who else does? Kyrie Irving. We'll discuss his trade wish list next. First things first. Shams breaking this news yesterday, saying Kevin Durant is monitoring the Brooklyn Nets situation and considering options with his future. Wait, could the Nets really go from KD, Kyrie, and Harden last season to none of them, maybe? Broussard, you buying that KD could force his way out before next season? Well, let me say this, Jenna. It's smart of KD and his camp to have this out there because you don't want the Nets getting comfortable. I, I believe he wants Kyrie Irving back. I don't think he cares if it's the full max, if it's three years. I mean, I think he wants his friend and obviously great teammate back on the squad. So it's, it's smart to have this out there. With the Nets thinking maybe you're a great friend. Nets thinking you might leave. Uh, and great player. He's a great player. That's what I mean. Um, but I don't, I don't think it's automatic that KD would leave even if Kyrie's not there next season. I look, Kyrie put it out there, potential sign and trades. So what would the Nets get back in that sign and trade? And I know Nick and I differ, but I don't think they just are playing for the future if it's a sign and trade getting draft picks and young players. I think they want guys that can help them remain a contender right now and keep Kevin Durant happy. So if they if they were to do a sign and trade with the Miami or with the Philadelphia, I think they want players back 
that are going to help them contend in that Eastern Conference. And that might keep Kevin Durant there. I think, Nick, at the very least, it would keep him there for a year. I think he would play out this season. And then if it doesn't work out, they go out early in the playoffs or maybe don't make it all together. Then he talks with Nets management. He'll be 35 years old at the beginning of the following season. That's right. I think they would be ready to move on as well. Like, look, yeah, we got to rebuild. It's not working. We gave it a try. And they would send him probably to a contender. Whereas if he if he demanded a trade now, they could send him anywhere. He's got four years left on his deal. They don't have to send him to a place he wants to go. They send him to the place they get the best deal. So I think he's better off. And have they? If they were to lose Kyrie and then have to trade Kevin Durant, they they would not be interested in players as much as youth and draft picks because it would be full on rebuild and they don't have their picks. Right, because that's Houston the case, has their yeah. picks. The Rockets, by the way, are watching this whole thing unfold, saying, "Oh my God, this could be you know this is our Celtics Pierce KG thing with the Nets moment where you're going to fall apart. We're going to have all your picks." But I'm going to describe a player's career wilds, and you tell me who the player is. Uh, was a transcendent prospect top three pick, made a finals at 22 years old, and was already arguably the best player in the league, one of the two best players in the league, won his first league MVP a few years later, and then left the team that drafted him to go to a championship organization where he won a couple titles, a couple finals MVPs, but still felt like could have won more. And then eventually left Mm -hmm. there to set up his business and basketball empire on the coast. I just described Kevin Durant and LeBron James. That's the path for both of them. Durant, whether it's intentional or not, has followed a lot of these same steps. But there is a step missing from LeBron's story. The homecoming. Going back to the team that drafted you, that was so mad when you left, and that, by the way, has shown since you left, they can't win anything. Back to a team who's one really good player is a guard people like, but has never played in big games. Kyrie Irving, SGA. The team right before you went back had a top two pick and drafted a prospect that either could play for you or could be flipped for something. Hi, Andrew Wiggins. Hi, Chet Holmgren. And a team that, by the way, is an added bonus because LeBron just signed outright with Cleveland. Uh, Kevin Durant would have to be traded to Oklahoma City. Has all these draft picks and young players that they could trade back to Brooklyn if Brooklyn's having to reboot I mean, the whole it. thing. And I'm going to give one added bonus. Katie said the other day, my legacy has been dead since July 4th, 2016. Well, July 4th, 2022, I suppose he could change that. Just say, you know what? I'm going to win that title for you in OKC. And we talked about could he become top 10? Could he he pass Steph? What is the single best thing Kevin Durant could ever do for his legacy? Not just lead a team to the title. Believe that team that's been tanking for no. two years no. to the title. I just love I, it. It'd be, it'd, be, it. Uh, it'd be something, and it's also poetic. I don't. And I out, and the Thunder have the the assets, and whether you keep Chet or you flip Chet for a for a star like the like the Cavs yeah. did with Wiggins for Love, there's something there to it. Yep. There's something there to it, Wilds. Oh. Uh, Oh, there's more than something. It feels like destiny. It feels like fate, Broussard. And where 
Where did you flip? Where did you get Kevin Love from? Minnesota. And where's Chet from? Minnesota. You flip Chet for Carl Anthony Towns. Now Carl Anthony Towns is on the Thunder. Now the Thunder oh. were 24 oh. and 58 last year. They had, don't you like that? It gets better and better. 24 and 58 yeah. last year. They scored the fewest points in the league. I think it would be beautiful because I do think, and I know it's a little bit pie in the sky. I, I can I can up a it little? one. What if Seattle gets a team? And well, I'll, I'll go further. Seattle gets a team, and he goes to Seattle. Since we're in like pie in the sky world, like holy cow, is Kevin Durant's back? Um, but I think Nick makes an important point, Broussard, that we always talk about Kevin Durant's legacy and the you know the the soil on his resume is that he left. OKC to go to Golden State. And they were like, uh, he's like, all right, fine. I'll erase that. I'll start my own thing. And now that Golden State won, it's like, yeah, you never should have lost. He's like, huh? Well, I, I, I got, I went there. You guys criticized me. I left you guys criticizing. So I do think there is some validity to it. At the same time, I don't think he's going anywhere, but I like the idea of it more than anything we've had in the show so far. Do you like it, Broussard? Look, it's not, it's Don't not be a Mr. horrible no, idea. It, no, it's, like it. it's romantic. It, it's cute. It, it's yeah. lovey-dovey. But Nick, it's different from LeBron. LeBron was in his, it was his hometown team. That was a part of why people were so upset that he left Cleveland. We know that. I mean, you saw the scenes of the fans in downtown Cleveland. It wasn't just this great basketball player left us. It was this great basketball player who's from here, who we watched in high school. I mean, that's what it was. It's not the same with KD and Oklahoma City. But what about the basketball similarity? Now, Wilds makes it interesting. When Wilds throws out Carl Anthony Towns, I guess you could also throw in out Damian Lillard, right, instead of Towns, maybe for Chet Holmgren. I don't know what you'd get for Chet Holmgren, but I don't think they'd win. I I, I don't think KD, Shea Gildish, Alexander, and somebody else would win. The West is is rough nowadays, so that's the problem. I don't think they'd win. And when he said he was dead, Nick, I I don't think he meant his legacy. I think he meant he was dead to other people's opinions and views about him. And if you notice, when he went to Golden State, he was different. He he was cursing more. He was speaking his mind more. He wasn't as as guarded as he had been with Oklahoma City. I don't know if he the burner counter, you know, I think he obviously got over that while he was in Golden State. So I I think that's what he meant by dead, not that his legacy I, is dead. Okay, can I can I say something real quick? Even the 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 those of us that put up the hardest front. We all care a little bit what's said about us. Even those of us that say, and I'm speaking for myself here as well, I don't check my mentions. I don't let what strangers say bother me. We care a little bit. Sometimes it it, it burrows in your brain a bit. And those of us that are constantly online arguing with strangers, I think care more than a little bit. So, again, I think he probably stays in Brooklyn for another year. But if he's going to leave, Jenna... Oh, the Great Plains of Oklahoma City playing that okay, siren see. song. So it seems good. Have a great weekend. That's that everyone. Midwest thing. <laughs>